So Halifax first or yesterday yeah, first? Yeah, we'll go Halifax and then Notts County. And, and then, then maybe well, the, we, if we're not going to have time for anything else, but maybe the... Kick-off changes, times. Okie mm. doke. Nice one. All right. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Dragon Heart. We're minus Che today, but I am your host, Bill Long, and I'm here with Neil Williams and Mark Griffiths. And if it, I sound tired or laboured or possibly a tiny bit like I may have had a few pops last night, then you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> this is Dragonheart. I'm Luke Young, and this is Dragonheart. So, um, we are recording this uh, on Tuesday, the day after the big game. But we ha- we do have one game that we very reluctantly need to talk about first, and mm. that is Friday's match against Halifax. Now, it, obviously, that looks a little bit different in the hindsight of what happened yesterday, but... Neil, it wasn't a good result at all, was it? I mean, we had, we had two big games at the weekend, you know, in four days. Uh, we were looking forward to the Halifax game. Me last week, you know, I thought we were going to smash it. We we're going to go there easily and win. And even beforehand, they were saying, you know, we've got the players on the pitch. But we, first half, we were all right. Second half, I think the whole team just fell apart. But I mean, they, Halifax was very good at closing this down. They had a very good team plan, a game plan. Yeah. And it just didn't turn out how we expected it to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> With 5,000, nearly 5,000 fans there as well. A tremendous atmosphere at the game. Even coming from the train station, it was amazing. And whether the players were just thinking about the game, you know, Monday's game, I'm not too sure. But it was one of their poor performances of the season, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think personally, I think maybe they did lose a bit of focus. Um, maybe thought they had it in the bag, especially after getting one goal. But... Mark, I've got to admit, I would usually listen to all your content, hot take, final whistle, all that stuff. I could I could not bring myself to listen to any of that after getting myself home. So apologies if I ask any questions <laughs> that you may have already said on other podcasts. But, well, don't worry, Bill, you know. because I wasn't listening to myself. I was so disheartened. <laughs> so, I mean, what's what was your assessment of it, really, Mark? Well, Bill, or... To give you your new title, the least lightweight long, because at least you turned up on like Che. Um. <laughs> yeah, he did have a good excuse, though. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, not being able to handle your drink isn't a good excuse in my book, Neil. No, no, no. He, he's obviously got to look after the kids, isn't he, after yeah. a couple of football days away. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realise we were going to give him a sick note then. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I thought, uh, I mean, yes, uh, th- there was a lot wrong with what happened. Um, I, I feel in a way, though, that there have been quite a few away games that could have gone that way. We've had a few first halves where we've made chances, we've maybe gone in one ahead, but the other side have been in it as well, and then we've kicked on in the second half. Um, this one was just the complete opposite in the second half. I thought there were signs of it in the first half, because... I thought, first five minutes, I thought, oh, it's going to be 6 0. This is glorious. We just penned them in the penalty area, and I thought, this is perfect. And then we lost a grip of the game in midfield. They were physical, Halifax, not, not knocking them, but they were, they were physical. Um, they were closing down quicker than businesses after Quasi Kwarteng's economic statement. And I just thought, okay, we are in difficulty. But then this happens in away games sometimes. People press us, we struggle a bit, and then we 
Kick on. We correct it and yeah. teams tire. Halifax didn't seem to tire, to, be, to, to their enormous credit. Mm. Um, we finished that half well, and when I was doing the, the podcast that Bill refused to listen to, uh, it made <laughs> me realise... I didn't listen to it anyway. <laughs> but you, you don't anyway, Neil, come on. Oh, I do. <laughs> You're too busy bothering pigs. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'll be honest, if I was turned into sausages, I'd be bothered. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, <laughs> the, um, but yeah, I, I, I thought, when, you, when I looked at my notes doing it, we should have got a second goal in that late period, and that would probably kill the game off. Mm. And then at the half time, the second half, it was that you know the classic combination of factors that add up to a disaster. Um, they continued their energy. Um, Ali was sensational, and I've got things to say about him as a player. I think it was one of those days, in a way. Um, mm. Looking at him previously, I think he's the sort of player you know, like Jimmy Toure or. You know, that, that, that sort of player that, or Fondop maybe is a better example, mm. where I don't think he reads the game that well, but he's got good attributes and he makes poor decisions. But sometimes those poor decisions can work out. The sort of guy who once in every 10 games looks great and has his group of fans who think yeah. he's wonderful and then yeah, disappear yeah. the rest of the time. And if you look at him <laughs> the Saturday before against Altrincham in the FA Trophy semi-final, he scores the last-minute equaliser. And it's exactly the same as what he did for the two goals he scored against us. He gets it on the left. This is one thing he does, cuts onto his right and just runs into the crowd. And that's, that's um, if you're going to do it without thinking about passing, that's pretty stupid. But the thing is that, he, well, we pulled her off on Saturday. We've obviously scouted him, and yet our defenders let him do it twice successfully. Yeah. The first one particularly was bad. I thought the way backed they backed off. off and backed off and backed off. And it's like, no, that's the guy who, if you come and meet him, he'll he'll just run into trouble. There was an example in the first half, actually. He hit a shot across Foster that went just wide, where he is a brilliant break by him. Like I say, he's got attributes. He's got real ability. He burst in like that again, exactly the same move. And he had much better options either side of him, but he was never going to pass it. He had, he had a simple pass to play a player in right round the back of the defence, and then we'd have one mark in two in the goal mouth. And he had a pass to his right that could have put a striker clear on Foster, but instead he hit it from the outside the box. And it was a decent hit, but you know that's what he does. He, he doesn't. Mm. But if, if you allow him the space, his bad decisions become good decisions. Yeah, yeah. So there were things like that going on. Tozer and O'Connell didn't match their normal standards, frankly. No. Um, and yeah, it all added up. And to be fair, they were on the back of their you know FA Trophy yeah. win against Altrincham, which sent them to Wembley, so mm. they were on a high already. I mean, speaking to fans after the game, they said they'd never been, seen Halifax play so well all season. So they've obviously raised their game because Wrexham are coming to town, which a lot of teams do. But we, for some reason, we just didn't react to their, you know, their press and their, and their you know, their, their play in the, in the second half. We just sat back and, and let them attack us, and we just didn't defend. Mm. And their support was up about fifty percent from what it normally is. Yeah, you know, sometimes we travel in big numbers, and that's brilliant. But it throws down a gauntlet to the other side, and so they probably made more noise than they have all season as well. Well, I was just going to say, do you? But what are both of your opinions on whether the uh, the crowd was a hindrance, the away crowd was a hindrance? You, you wouldn't no, have thought so no. because they play in front of a big crowd, you know, when we're at home. Yeah. So it shouldn't make a difference to them. I mean, it was very. To be fair, Wrexham fans, they were fantastic at, Alt- mm. at uh, Halifax. They made so much noise and they filled, you know, half the ground. You know, mm. nearly five thousand of the seven was it seven and a half thousand there? Mm. Um, so there's twice as many Wrexham fans there as we're at Halifax and. 
you know, for your professional players, it should make a difference. It should encourage you that we've got these fans. It may have hindered them. I don't know, but no. we'll never know, I guess. I, I can't believe it at all. I, I mean, no. the, the, well, this is a hard-bitten team. They weren't scared at, at Coventry. They weren't scared no. at Sheffield. Very true. And as Neil quite rightly says, they're playing every week in front of 10,000 fans. They want this. Any good professional wants this, and it motivates them. It was just, I think, the Blip. combination of all those different factors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think as well, I am a massive fan of Andy Cannon. But I think that when we have a when there's a physical game like that, as as a holding midfielder, he's not naturally a holding midfielder, and so often Ali's first person to take on's him, and he gets past him pretty easily. Um, whereas if it's O'Connor sitting in, Cannon's a bit further up in midfield. I'm not trying to criticise Cannon; he's a fantastic player, but O'Connor would stop him probably because mm-hmm. he's he can, as we saw on Monday, play centre back. He is physically yeah. equipped to just either force you wide or just stop you. Um, whereas Cannon is glorious in that position as we saw at Oldham where he just regulates play he just sits 35 yards out he's always there he moves the ball accurately and quickly and and he's brilliant at that um but that 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 was the sort of game that maybe doesn't suit him in that role I I would argue it looked as if he didn't want the ball on Mm. against Halifax you know he he would always look to pass it to as soon as he got the ball he wouldn't try and take on an opposition player he'd pass it back to a Wrexham player you know rather than Turning and taking on and, and going forwards, his option was always to, to play it back or sideways, you know. And uh, yeah, it was very quick, quick at doing that as if he didn't want the ball at Halifax. But to be fair, he, he, I think as well, his, his default style of play is to move it on quickly. Yeah, it's just that if you're not facing towards the other side's goal and you know that side's pressing really hard, it's much it's more sensible and safe to play it the way you're facing and give it to someone rather than try and. Well, when he did try and turn it around the corner, he gave the ball away for the first goal. So yeah. you, you can't win, you can't lose. It's <laughs> confidence yeah. as well. And we saw that in Mendy as well at Halifax. You know, he tried to take on the, a player a few times and didn't get past him. And you could see that confidence oozing out of him, you know. And it was just one of those games where the team didn't click in the second half and we just move on. You know, we all know what happened yesterday, which takes so much of that hurt away <laughs> from Friday. <laughs> Well, I mean, as well, though, it's thinking about Mendy as well. I mean, I understand the stream didn't really give do justice to how bad the pitch was, especially down the sides. Mm-hmm. And I think Mendy found it quite difficult running on the beach, essentially. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> And as well, I think Golden, like you said, the, the player he was up against, I thought defended really, really well. Yeah. And I, I was sort of thinking, it's time for Mendy maybe to stop doing this because yeah. it, it's not working, you know, trying to do him for pace. Is not going to work on him. He was he was very canny. I thought it was time to try and play little passes inside and run it behind, maybe. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I think there's not much else to say about that game, really, <laughs> is there? You know, it's um, nice goal by Lee. Uh, it, was, it was a fantastic goal by Lee. Yeah, yeah. and set up by Dolby, wasn't it? Yeah, Dolby did really well. I thought yeah. of that yeah. that that um, that whole first half performance, while maybe not us at our best, it, 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 just, it was just a weird game in that it didn't mm. they didn't show any signs in that first half, really. I know what you're saying. You know, it it was like some of our away performances where we've gotten away with it. But I don't know. I just I just felt quite comfortable going in at half time. Mm. More than comfortable, unfortunately. Yeah, that, that's a big <laughs> thing. I don't think we expected what happened in the second half. Yeah, we weren't prepared for that because normally no. we we come in half time, we kick on in the second half, don't we? Mm. We seem to have that added bit of pace in the second half and. Uh, a lot of the games we've done that in the second half, we've been played far better than the first half, and mm. we were expecting that. And when we saw it going downhill, then 
It was a good day out, though, in Halifax. It was a lovely place to yeah, go. Yeah, and the great day away. Very welcoming as well, considering yeah. how many people from Rex Madge showed up. So. Halifax was a lovely place to go, did you say? It was. It was really, really good. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Have you ever watched Happy Valley? No. Oh, that's sad, that's sad, <laughs> I wouldn't go to Halifax, but you can actually get murdered. Some of the compliments <laughs> from, from there was a cocktail bar somewhere where they were complimenting how great all the Wrexham fans were, and a lot of the bars were put on the one of the Wrexham fan sites, how, how good and, and great they were to have Wrexham and come to, come to Halifax again any time. We're so middle class, aren't we? Got these cocktail bars. I didn't go to the cocktail bar. <laughs> we went straight from the station to the football ground. I don't know if you remember, but... Oh, via, via um, home bargains, I think we went for... Oh, okay, drink. all right. All right, fair enough. <laughs> for drinking uh, the went for a drink in home bargains. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. um, fair enough. I, I was working as a waitress in the cocktail bar when Whoa. I met you, Neil. <laughs> I can't remember, Mark. <laughs> you picked me up, you used something else and turned me around, turned me to someone new. And now I feel it's time to live my life on my own, and I wish Bill would interrupt. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I don't think there's much else to say really. I don't yeah. want to after after what happened yesterday. I don't really want to dwell too much on uh, Halifax. But it had um, to be covered, you know. Oh, yeah, part yeah, of the season. yeah, we can't just ignore. You know, you're not Stalin, <laughs> mate. You can't just cut the Halifax game out of history. Um, oh, wouldn't that be good? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah but it means we didn't finish the season, and we'll get kicked out of the league. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure Stalin had many persuasive ways. <laughs> ways. Anyway, let's move on from that Ooh, after this. Gonna, this could get dark. What's <laughs> it going to do to the National League board now? Well, well <laughs> y- you know, <laughs> I, I never condone anybody getting what they don't deserve. But uh, <laughs> So, <Hey. laughs> moving swiftly on, we're going to talk about Notts County. <laughs> I'm Aaron Hayden, and this is Dragon Hearts. Um, I don't know how to start this, Neil. Really, don't. I think it's it's it's. Uh, yesterday it, was magic, wasn't it, it? It was built well. It was in many people's eyes, maybe the title decider after what happened on Friday at Halifax. You know, if, if Wrexham lost that game, you know, gave Notts County the advantage, really. Um, because they had a far better goal difference than us, and, and even if we won all our games after, they and they won, we'd just still, you know, be in the playoffs. So yesterday was huge, and you could see it on people's faces. But we were quite relaxed, weren't we, Mark? Uh, getting ready for commentary, and and Che was really relaxed yesterday as well. I, he, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, I'm not. No, genuinely, no, no, no. Gen- no, genuinely was. Yeah, yeah. But then I think as they got closer to kick off, he was getting a bit. But I've never seen Chase so laid back as he was yesterday and, and happy with looking forward to the game. I, I've got to admit, I felt sick as a dog I know all you morning. Said, yeah, a lot of awful, people said that. Awful, Re- real, genuine, proper nerves. I, I, this season in particular, and even last season to an extent, I've stopped feeling nervous with Wrexham. Partly because we're good, but partly because it's just kind of like, oh well, this is this has just been fun anyway. But that was a uh, uh, just even thinking about it. Just <laughs> and I, went, then you only put beer on top of that. The, well, <laughs> well the beer did make it a little bit easier to be honest. But that's <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the I, I I think there was just such a, a at the final whistle. I mean, we can obviously. We'll go through the game, but at the final whistle, there was such a palpable sense of, of achievement. relief and achievement. Yeah. But it's not over yet, is it? Oh, We've got no. 
we've got to get seven points from our next four games, assuming Notts County are perfect. We're playing teams like Barnet, Yeovil, Borehamwood and Torquay, who all potentially have something to play for when we play against them. Notts County only have one team that have got something to play for, and am I right in saying they've got to play Maidstone, who are already relegated yeah, anyway? Yeah. So, so but, but there's no pressure on Maidstone. <clears throat> it's about, like bit like Dover when they came to us, you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's there. There is that. There's no pressure on them there is at all. That. They're relegated. Well, that was a but, freak, wasn't it? Do you think? I mean, I, I look at it the other way. That's the last game of the season, and if it came down to goal difference, it'd be quite nice to play them last and have a rough idea of how many goals of the span yeah. come by. You know. Yeah. I can see Langstaff filling his boots in that game. It's gonna, it's gonna be a strange one, isn't it? I think personally, no, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll say what I think personally Go about on. the chances of the running. Seeing as we jump past, that was a quick summary of the Notts County <laughs> game. <laughs> um, I, I think the, the Notts County game needs like its own attention, but well, yes. let's let's have a yeah. little bit of a look at the running. Yeah. Maybe I don't yeah. know. I just I can't even think straight. Today. Um, I think Notts County got an easier running in us on paper. Yeah. But when you look at form, um, Barnes, I think, have won one in the last five, and Boreham would have won one in the last five. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they're just having a little bit of a wobble. Um, I admit Torquay, well, I really don't want us to go there on the last no, day of the season needing a win, yeah. especially if they need a win, because they're doing superbly well, aren't they? They're winning the hand over first. Three games, they? Yeah. four games? I think four, isn't it? I, I, I'm I, looking I at them. Know, I don't know their form, but I had a look at the uh, the table earlier and I was really surprised how much yeah. ground they've, they've made. Yeah. Yeah. They were right down the bottom and now they're just short of being safe to the extent that I, I've been looking at them the last couple of weeks thinking, oh, start losing, just make sure that you're down by the time you play us. So yeah. now I'm starting to think maybe but, keep winning and be safe by the time you play us. Yes, yeah. That's how much it turned yeah, around. Yeah. And in Yeovil's form is one point in the last 15. Are they... Relegated, they're not relegated, but they, they they they're close. I haven't I can't remember the table whether they could be by next Tuesday. I, yeah, I was going to say I think if they're not already relegated by the time they play us, we could relegate them. I think. Yeah. Look, looking at it. Yeah. So you know, Cameron, I, think, I think they're on about thirty. I want to say thirty nine, but I'm not sure. Scunthorpe have just been relegated on thirty six yeah. of a yeah. game. So you know, I mean, yeah. not talking are actually the form team they want to play, even they if they're. You know, down the bottom. Yeah, and Barnett um, and Bournemouth safe in the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not sure. I've not looked pretty at much, but but there's there's loads to play for in terms of you know what sort of playoff you're going to get. Do you, know, yeah. do you know what we have this magical thing called the internet? I might just have a quick I've look heard of while. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys keep chatting. I'll just have a look. Get the table. Have you heard of the internet, Neil? Or has it not got no, to the church yet? No, no, no. My, my bike <laughs> doesn't power up the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll get the lights going just. Yeah, yeah. But pushing it a bit if you want the internet <laughs> yeah. as well. See. Hey, have you been to the cinema lately? No. Oh, they're talking it now. <laughs> so <you> it? <laughs> we've got we've got Barnet next, who are on sixty nine points in fifth. They are six points ahead of Bromley in eighth. So, I mean, so they you'd can... fa you'd fancy them to be in the playoffs, but they still need to win their games, and their their form is one win in five with three draws. Um, Boreham Wood are on 66 points so sim and, a, and similar sort of form Yeovil have only got one draw in the last five and they're on 39 uh, Aldershot who are in 20th have got 45 points so with them being six behind and four games left there's still 
they've still got enough time. But if I suppose if they lose their next game and then lose to us, it will be over for them, won't it? So, yeah, our game is the game in hand, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. So, but saying that they don't, the the teams immediately, above, the three teams immediately above them, Torquay, Aldershot, and Dorking, also have games in hand as well. So they haven't got a game in hand on those teams; mm-hmm. they just have on some of the others. So we it's not to, looking good for them, is it? No, no. But we have to remember Yeovil came to us last season and beat us 2-0. That's true, last season to beat us, yeah. yeah. Drew with us at Yeovil as well, so yeah. the season. Um, oh, you can't take any team... Well, no, never. You know, me and you learned that lesson last week, didn't we, Neil? Because did. I, I did agree with you, although, yeah. in fairness, my, my point was that we do it to ourselves, and I think we did do it to ourselves against Halifax, but that's, that's by the by. <laughs> um, so who've they, they've got um, Woken, haven't they? Who, yeah. That's who, tough. They've got two, they've won two in the last five, drawn two, so their form's not too bad. Um, Woking is hard to play against, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's their trickiest game. I don't know who the other game is. I know it's Maidstone, but I can't remember who the other one is. I, I wouldn't say Wealdstone, but I often just say Wealdstone when they, people aren't I think sure. They played Wealdstone recently. Hold on, let me get their fixtures. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, last like last weekend's, you're right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got to stop saying Wealdstone. York City, but York, it's Maid, Maidstone is not the last game of the season for them. Oh, your it's the second to last. They've got York at home. Yeah, last game of the season, and I think York. Uh, they're not mathematically safe. safe, but they. I it's, think they're like they're the, in free fall at the moment. They're York, aren't they? Halifax want to beat them three 0 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. yesterday, sorry. I think I think with what's left, though, they've they've got enough in the tank there to make sure that they don't go down. Well, mm, mm, saying that, a couple of bad results. Anyway, yeah, a couple of bad results, and they could be fighting for survival on the last day of the season. There's a lot of teams down there, so it's, a, it's an interesting relegation race, and it's nice for us to not be involved in that end of the table, isn't it? Um, look, you know, you just wouldn't have had us down to lose against Halifax, would you? So. Yes, you can't, you can't, you can't take any of these teams for no. granted at all. And um, that made yesterday's game such a bigger game. Well, than it, it was must, before yeah. the Halifax game. Nice segue, Neil. Let's get back to the the game in hand. Um, Notts County. I, I look. It's it's one of those that I think if uh, if we don't win the league or we don't go up, then it'll soon be forgotten but if we do win the league that I'll probably remember that as the best Wrexham home game I've ever been to to be totally honest with you personally Dover no I know <laughs> you say Dover Dover was Dover was a crazy was game a that freak was, game that was that was very very fun in some ways well, the last 20 minutes were. yeah yeah and I, I 100% know where you're coming from Mark but I just think that the magnitude of of, uh, of importance on that game the feeling that, like I was saying earlier, about that, that that just raw emotion beforehand of feeling absolutely dreading it to go a goal behind and then to to win. But the uh, outcome of both games were very similar, you know. When Dover we scored a, a very 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 late winner to make it six five. Yesterday, you know, not County had a penalty last minute at a time to make it a three all draw, and I think the exhilaration and enjoyment for both games would be matched basically on Foster's save yesterday, you know, compared mm. to the win against Dover because, yeah, we, I didn't think, you know, I thought it was a penalty they're going to score and I'm going to feel like we've lost the game, you know. But, yeah, what a feeling. What a <laughs> feeling. <laughs> you're, you're doing the song lyric thing now, are you? What a I, feeling. I in the car, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as Uncle Callan have uh, paid their PRS and they're allowed to sing these songs. Um, ben, ben Foster's two-handed save. 
Yes. Yeah, because he sees it one hand and hits the other, un- un- accidentally, obviously, yeah. but still, he's got his hand across there. That's probably I, why. I think mm. he would have gone in off his I think it, yeah, bottom yeah. hand if he hadn't had his top hand yeah. there to whack it round as well. Mm, yeah. What Crazy a save. Like, and what I liked, I've watched that when Howard comes over to, I know he swears at him and I won't say that, but he comes and jumps on top of him. I thought, what a lovely scene that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair play. Well, it falls uh, on what we were saying last week, doesn't it, about how yeah. Howard has taken this so well. Yeah. Absolute class, that man. Fair, fair play mm. to him, you know. That, got, I got a lot of time for 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 that. That's that's something else. It was funny, <laughs> in the pubs afterwards, <laughs> uh, the pub we were in, they kept playing the penalty over and over again. I don't know who was in control of it. Everybody in the pub cheered every single time. <laughs> every single time he <laughs> yeah, saved yeah. it. Oh, well, I lost <laughs> my mind when he scored because I I got so carried away that I just started shouting, "O'Connell's put the ball in the building site!" Because for some reason that excited me. That oh, we've wasted time as well. I don't yeah. know why. So like I was so overexcited. I was just shouting irrelevant things, <laughs> not my normal state of being calm, but saying irrelevant things. And then they had a corner from that, didn't yeah. they? And that corner came in, and Lee was there yeah, to yeah. head it out from like four yards. Where the fo- Foster Mac was behind him, I think, and would have got it, but Lee cleared that header from you know when. It... It was helped into a good position, wasn't it? <laughs> it well, was. If they'd been attacking there, we'd yeah. have been, well, we'd have drawn anyway. That would have been cruel, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. But from start to, you know, start of the game, electric atmosphere. We had owners both in the ground and, I believe, other celebrities as well were there. I mean, you, you, yeah, there was a lady there. And I, I can't, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> there was a lady. No, a well-known actor. One of in uh, co-star from... Um, Deadpool, apparently. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Female actress. I, I don't know which which one. I don't but know. Yeah, but yeah, fair yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll well need to have a look today. at that. It's the, the one who plays um, Gail Tilsley in Coronation Street. Is, <laughs> is that the one? Susan it? Deadpool. Okay, <laughs> may well have been. Yeah. I, I don't know what her name is. Helen Worth is that? Could well, been it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be yeah. one. <laughs> so, shall, I mean, yeah. Should we? <laughs> should we? Should we start? Should we go chronologically? I suppose pick the game apart a little bit. Yeah. Um, first half. Now, I, I I want to be careful to not sound arrogant because I know Che. When me and Che debriefed after the game, he didn't necessarily agree. I don't think they really troubled us in the in the first half. And Neil was saying that throughout the commentary, wasn't he? I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think pretty football. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a lot a lot of teams this season. Uh, the South End game is a good one. Possession. Where yeah, you you look at it and you're watching it at the time and you're nervous and you think, oh god, they've had all the ball and all this. But actually, when you look at the stats, I, I do need to look at the stats of that game again. But it was like, hmm, how many shots on target have they actually had? How, how many real chances have they had in in that period? And I don't think, other than the goal, obviously, I don't think they they had a lot. But I mean, my memory could just be clouded slightly. <laughs> Foster did make a couple of good saves, didn't he? He made the save when he tipped it around the post in the yeah. first half. So yeah. That, yeah. But that was that was it, I think, in the first half, wasn't Correct. it? But but it was a good hit. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, on, on the Rexham players, Langstaff was not in the game at all because we defended so well. Hmm. Um, O'Connor, whenever need to, was on Rodriguez. So his, you know, the balls into the box never came. Yeah, do, do you know what? The, the, the way O'Connor and O'Connell played where they were pressing against their attacking midfielders. Yeah. They they were super every time someone got a ball just outside that twelve you know just outside the box, 
straight on them, weren't they? Straight on them. Uh, and I, I thought we we pressed them really, really impressively. But the most impressive pressing display we've we've had this season, I think. Tactically, I think you know Parkinson's got a spot on, and he, he he knew who to he yeah which, he, which man mark yeah and he got he got so right. absolutely spot on. I thought yeah tactically we we just just hit every nail on the head. Yeah, they they still scored two goals because that's how quality they are. But but from set pieces, yeah. Which is quite funny, isn't it? Because the talk of With us, no, even from Wrexham fans, was yeah. we'll get you on set pieces and you'll get us with free flowing football, whichever way it goes. And actually, it was kind of the other way around in a way, Mark, wasn't it? I wouldn't, oh, say, yeah, we were, yeah. I wouldn't say we were completely free flowing, but it was, you know, our goals came from that sort of open, open play. play. Yeah, I, I, I'm bored of people talking about we're supposed to be long ball or whatever because we have a player with a long throw in. It's yeah. totally irrelevant that we choose to use that weapon. You look at the football that. Players like Lee and Cannon are capable of, and and the strikers, and supposedly we just lump it. I mean, it's absolute <laughs> absolute nonsense. But I mean, I, I just think that I I mean, I thought Notts County, my lad Ben put it nicely when I got home. He was saying they had control of the game, mm-hmm. but they didn't hurt us enough, no. and we were able to hurt them. And Che said beautifully in the final whistle when we were summing it up, he said it's like Notts County are a very skillful fighter, but Wrexham with a side with a punch, a boxer with a punch. And I think that's yeah. a, that was a nice, yeah, yeah. Punch, a nice yeah. comparison, I think, as well. I'm, I have to, I have to really think carefully about this because I think I've changed my mind quite a bit about that game since since it happened. Mm. In that I felt. We were knocking the ball over the top too eagerly. I think that's often the sign that we're playing badly. But wasn't that because they were ch- they had such a high line? And yeah, but we were trying to exploit behind there because of Mullins pace. Oh, hundred percent. But yeah. that, that for me, that's a classic sucker punch that we've fallen into when we're playing badly. Mm-hmm. We start knocking long balls over the top because we put them under yeah. pressure. That's when we don't the games but, when we don't perform or periods where we don't perform. Mm. And yeah, Notts County play a very high line and we were mm. tempted into it. But I thought, like I said, we were being tempted into a sucker punch because we weren't achieving anything from it. Now, having looked back at the footage... We did I have could, arguments over this yesterday. Yeah, I, 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 I was <laughs> saying he was onside. And, <laughs> I, I thought that the linesman was mostly getting it right. Now, having looked back at the footage, he wasn't. Five were wrong. So I've, I've got to reassess this. Mm-hmm. Because, because it, actually, is, it is working, isn't because it, it was yeah. working. Yeah. It's just the linesman wasn't rewarding us. So I, the linesman yeah. wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I must, gather, didn't Mr. Parkinson have a word with the ref at half time as well? Well, I think he did as he came in, didn't he? Apparently, yeah. you can't go and see him at half time. No, you end up in yeah. a whole Jose Mourinho situation, yeah, yeah. don't you? Where <laughs> you get the, ref, the referee resigning and stuff. Um, but no, I just thought. I was really pleased at halftime. I was saying we need to get the extra pass in the midfield. Don't get tempted in and play it over the top hurriedly. Play the extra pass so that pass up behind the defence is easier. And that was exactly what we did with that first goal. I was so glad to see it. James Jones got the ball in the sort of situation where you expect him us to just knock it. And we yeah. were in the first half, and he played a square pass to Barrett and made a curved run to be on side. And Barrett played a lovely ball down the side for him, and we'd opened them up. Um, and I just thought, it, huge credit to James Jones. So I was talking yeah. about last week in terms of how he times the pass to Elliot Lee for the goal against Oldham. But again, I thought he was excellent yesterday. He, he does all the he does all the things people don't notice. Well, didn't he pass it to Barnett and then he carried on his run and did the angled run, hmm. and then back to him as he was going down the wing. Well, and, and that, he makes the run and then he yeah. plays it first time. In. And what, a, what a pass Mullen. to Mullen! Yeah. And what a bold finish by Mullen! 
Oh. Who sticks it in the bottom corner first time? Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's yeah, Mullin, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's I great. see county fans were crying about whether we Mullin fouled their defender on the way in, but hey, I, I don't think so. Well, there was a, it. there was an absolutely stonewall penalty that we didn't get. Yeah, yeah Slocum, Slocum, did he did he hand, handball it? On, in, outside the area, he, he did, but I don't think he did. Uh, it was, yeah, it was deflected. Basically, was it right? It well, was no, hard to tell. It from was where. so it's a fifty-fifty, wasn't it? And he, he Mullen hits it. Well, he hits it against Mullen. It bounced back onto him. Yeah, um, but he, he couldn't. They're virtually, they're virtually running into each other. They're so close. Fair uh, he, I, he can't get his arm out of the way of that, and it wasn't up. Either it was it was fairly yeah, down fair, really. That's fair enough. Um, no, the, but the, but I don't think to be fair, County can complain about the ref. I think he no. helped them out more than us. He did. Yeah. That, that goal with Mullen, you're watching it back. Cameron's just not quick enough, so he tries to block Mullen off. He's yeah, thinking, okay, before the ball comes in, I'm going to take him out, mm. and he tries to block him off. But Mullen is a little scrapper, so he grabs him and pushes past. And when Cameron gets close to him again, Mullen gives him a little nudge. But it's certainly, I mean, Hellsbells, if that's a foul. Then we should have had a few penalties yesterday. Okay. Um, so no, definitely not. It's just ba- bad mm. defending. Which, yep. to be fair, had, um, Mark Stallard, the ex Notts County striker, was alongside us. Yeah. And afterwards, he was basically saying he thought County's defending was abysmal. Yeah, it's, it's bad defending for me. Not not a foul. Yeah, we backtrack a little bit before yeah. the first half because you know we conceded a goal in the first half. Yeah, of course. You know, added time. Again, looking back at the replay, not a foul. Not a foul. Yeah. He tripped himself up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was contact there before, but he tripped over his own feet. Well, uh, I mean, was... I think it was poor defending mainly from the Rex and defence that they didn't jump in the wall. And I think that's what um, Foster was saying, that they should have jumped. Because I think if they had jumped, they'd gone off the heads and over the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a sucker punch before half-time. I didn't think they deserved it um, based on the, the play. I had a really, even though I said that they didn't threaten us, and obviously, you know, they did score, so I, I wasn't completely right, so I am sort of correcting myself there, but I just had a, I had a funny feeling that they were going to nick something in the last two or three minutes, and I thought, you know, I need to go down to the toilet, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm too nervous, and then I just started speaking to some mates who were in the, the, the BAQ and, and here because they had they had the BT feed on in the concourse they don't usually have the game on but obviously with it being on BT I suppose they could show it Um, and you could but it was a little bit delayed so you could hear the cheers from Notts County before the ball went in it was like oh for sake Uh, (laughs) you went to B&Q at half time the beer queue. Oh, right, okay. Sorry. I thought you were um, Alex con- Hamilton. Then. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get what he wanted, did he? That's exactly uh, right. Did you get served? Um, you can't remember. It's great, this, isn't it? Eh? No, I didn't, no, I didn't get served because... Maybe you didn't get what you wanted either. No, a mate, mate of mine went down a little bit earlier because it's like a bit of a tradition now that he goes <laughs> before and that he managed to get them before the... Uh, uh, the main rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... That was all right. I mean, to be fair to you, though, you were saying, you know, about correcting yourself over them not looking threatening. It did t- take an absolutely superb free kick. Did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. To be so. Yeah. So it's, but take that. I mean, it was a hell of a strike by Bostock. He was, a, you know, obviously technically an excellent player. His career's not gone as it probably should do, but he's a very, very talented footballer. And I, and I just want to say something about that. Uh, there's, there's a, I don't think this is Notts County fans, to be fair, but there's a narrative that they're the, the plucky little underdogs and we're the... The big Rolls Royce millionaires rolling in with all our uh, fancy expensive players. Bostock's played in Europe. 
played, was it Toulouse he played for? Was that Bostock or was it was, another, was was another Dijon, player? wasn't he? Probably, right, yeah, I think right. it was, was it Toulouse, wasn't it? Well, I mean, he, he played, it wasn't all first division French football that he played. But but I mean, having said that, yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, we, yeah, they've, I, they're spending good money on players as well. Yeah. Not as much as us, I don't it's, think. It's not, it's, it's, not, it's not in the calibre yeah. that we're spending, but there's... You know, I'm sure if you look online, you can see a lot of talk about the debt that they're in and all that sort of stuff. And we don't need to get into that because I, I don't know enough. And I don't want to sound stupid, but you, you know, this this as much as both sides are very, very deserving of the points. This is not a plucky little underdog versus the big spending boys, yeah. and and neither is it for at least from a, a a footballing perspective an underdog story for for us. Now the narrative in the in the in the documentary of, of of us being an underdog story more if you've watched it it's obviously more about the fact that the fairy tale side of it comes from the fact that we were floundering until we were bought yeah. rather than necessarily the fact that we're we're spending big money is the underdog side because that's clearly not true but it, you know I mean this I'm, this this is these are two two very quality sides that have had yeah. money spent on them. Let's be completely yeah. honest. And, and I would say we've spent more than them, but I'd also say we've we've spent exceptionally well because lots of clubs get an influx of money and spend badly, and we yeah. haven't. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's the usual pattern is when a club gets a rich owner, the first manager gets sacked. They'll bring in a couple of these. You know, Mark Hughes at Man City comes to mind. You know, they'll yeah. they might do a little bit of a foundation role, bring in a couple of key players, but it'll be probably the next person who'll build from that. Um, I, I just think, I mean, not, I'll say about the County situation, which I think is there's no problems for them, um, but they're 14 million in debt. That's, that's, that's absolutely no problem as long as their owners are committed to them and they appear to be committed to them mm. and any business is allowed to spend money and then, you know, it, it, you invest in order to, to then make a profit later. Of course, yeah, and, yeah. you know, in all likelihood, probably they'll just write it off, the, the loan off, and that'll be fine. But it does show there's been a lot of investment into the club and good luck to them. I, I desperately hope... That it's them and us who go up this season. Yeah. I think it'd be a disgrace if we didn't. Um, you know, we've I mean, gone blow for blow with them all season. Oh, we? God, yeah. There's barely been three, maybe six points between us all season, mm. and we win, they win. I mean, it'll be such a travesty if, if yeah. one of us do not go up, yeah. and if not both mm, of us. You know? Let's let's um, look at the facts now as well. Uh, that we have 103 points now, mm-hmm. so that's the sixth most any team has ever got in Britain. In the top five leaves of English, the English pyramid. If we win on Barnet, we will equal the record. Yeah. And yet, Knots are only three points behind us. There's only one season ever in the history of organised football in in Britain when two teams have got 100 points in the same season. Wow. And it's us and Notts County this year. I mean, for, I mean, it, what if you if you wanted an explanation of why having only one automatic place going up for national league is wrong? But there you go. Is this <laughs> you know? a, but is this a one-off season? You know, I mean, well, yeah, it's the first it time it's happened. Yeah, but is it likely to happen again in the near future? Maybe not. I, I don't know. You know, I would argue. Ah, that, that, I don't understand. Well, <laughs> will this you know the same scenario happen next season in the, in the national league where two? No, I'm not saying that. But I, I I would argue, right, that this is the second year in a row that two fantastic teams yeah. have been at the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah, team. Yeah, absolutely stopped, right. Even yeah. though Stockport didn't quite get the points total, mm-hmm. they were a fantastic side last year. Yeah. Really fantastic yeah. side. And and, we were, che- and yeah. Chesterfield were good for a lot of the season mm. last year and have been good for a lot of the year mm. this year until they had their wobble or whatever. It's, it, it's it, the, happened the, with the, us the, in Fleetwood. The, the, the quality well. and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The quality in this division... 
quality in this division is sorry, Mark. I'm, no, no, I'm the one talking over you. It, my my idea, I think that, that they should compromise and they should have like in the Scottish and German and Dutch and all a few other leagues set up where you have the third placed team. No, sorry, the bottom third from bottom team in League Two automatically goes into the final of our playoffs to see who's who's in League Two. So they. We we have a. You mean we got two automatic spaces and then that? Yes. Yeah. So, first and second go up automatically from us. Yeah. Then third, fourth, fifth, and sixth have a playoff. Uh, one leg, third play sixth, fourth play fifth, and then they play another leg against each other. And then the winner of that at Wembley or wherever plays uh, the third from bottom team in League Two. I, I would. I I see a logic, but I say no. Just three up, three down. Personally, I think it's it's there's there's a wrong to be corrected here, and I, I don't want a half measure. I say three up, three down. End of. If you look, get the League Two table up, I think you'll see an awful lot of dead in the water teams in the bottom third of League Two, um, like Grimsby were before. Well, not by Grimsby side. I mean Scunthorpe, I meant to say, yeah. like Scunthorpe who then plummeted straight down, like Oldham who are slowly turning themselves around. But you know, a lot of clubs now come down. They should have come down, rebuilt and gone back up years ago. And with three up, three down, they can. But you look at Stevenage, you were very close to getting relegated. Was it last season? Yeah. And where they are this season, you know? Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Stevenage, you came up from the National League and therefore yeah, yeah. showed that there should be flesh blood in the football league. Football league, yeah. 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 Yeah, so that. I, my point is, with that, is it not so much that three up, three down is the best solution, but if, if the... If the EFL are going to be that stubborn about it, I think maybe that is a compromise. That sh- I think it's a compromise that should be on, on the table really, just because I love the idea of a of a relegation playoff. I, <laughs> I I love that in Germany. I love it in Scotland. I love the fact that they they do that because it's just it's just something a bit spicy, isn't it? And it gives gives a chance for a team that are actually doing really badly a little bit of redemption because it does happen every now and again where the team that are up in that division will win against the team that are trying to come up. So, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> So looking at the bottom of League Two, we've got Rochdale on thirty-three points. They're probably pretty much dead and buried, aren't they? On that, I don't. Well, think mathematically, it's not. They have been improving their results. I think a bit recently. That yeah, looking at their form, yeah. they drew last time they played, and then won the two games before that, lost and drew. So they've only lost one in the last five. So that's, that's pretty decent, isn't this it? This is the fair? weirdest um, discussion of the Notts County game I've ever heard. <laughs> <I've got to laughs> oh, Mark, we've we've got. Plenty of time to fill. I think. So it's, <laughs> oh, okay. if that's your attitude to the listener, then uh, by all uh, means, <laughs> cut, cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's have a look. So, yeah, so Rochdale on thirty-three points, Crawley on thirty-eight, Hartlepool on thirty-nine, Harrogate on forty-one, Colchester on forty-two, Gillingham, Newport, Wimbledon all on forty-seven, Crew on forty-eight, and then obviously from. From there upwards, it's not. I mean, you you probably say Colchester downwards are the teams that are still in the mix, aren't they? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I suppose it's a team like Hartlepool have only just gone up as well, though. So that's the other argument, isn't it, for the quality of of the teams in this those. division? They've not long gone up. Harrogate haven't that long gone up, and they're both in the in the battle. Oh, fine, lads, leave it as it is. That's oh no, I don't. Idea. I don't agree. I'm just. This is <laughs> this is what's used in the the counter argument, isn't it? I'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit. I, I'd love it to be free up, free down. It's it's been long, 
since long before we even got into that division, and you're talking 15 years, aren't you? That it should have been free up, free down, really. Oh, well, no question. There was a time when nobody went up; it was yeah. on a vote, wasn't it? I yeah. think that's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mm. but hopefully we won't have to worry about that for. <sighs> Should we, get, should, we, should we get to the second half? We seem to yeah. like be bouncing around. I want to talk about the first half, actually. Carry on talking. <laughs> Go for it, Because we did skirt around the penalty shouts we had. Yeah. Um, the first one uh, on Mullen is a it's, penalty. It's the, where he's pushing uh, the back. And, I mean, how? Well, he's pushing the chest, wasn't he? The ball yeah. comes yeah, into yeah, the far chest. post. Yeah. And Cameron, he just turns his back on the ball. He runs across the width of the six-yard box, not looking at the ball, just staring at Mullen. Yeah. And then shoves him in the chest. I mean, it's a penalty. How is that anything but a penalty? He he knows Cameron. It's very sly, that, because he knows Mullen doesn't really get penalties, does he? It's a bit of a myth that Mullen scores penalties, but he quite... not. He's obviously obviously won us a fair few amount of penalties, but they'll have done their scouting work, and he he can go down quite easily. So he's taken his chances there, isn't he? And thought the ref might not give this. Because Mullen's got a reputation for going down easy. For me, the and only if you look, thing. You look at, if, if you look at it again, though, the way his arms sort of like move, it's, yeah. it's, it's very exaggerated movement when he falls. He's clearly been pushed. Mm. It's clearly a penalty, but he's got. It's very uh, clever in a cheating way, but it's a, I think it was a clever move by Cameron. I don't think. I think you're crediting him with a lot more cunning than he had. I think he just decided he'd run at Mullen and push him over <laughs> and hope that he gets away <laughs> because refs are scared. Referee had a good view of yeah, it as well. Refs got a good view of it. And for me, the thing that's maybe made him make the mistake, let's be honest, it's a mistake to not give the penalty there, Jeez. is that, as you say, um, Mullen hurls himself backwards once there's contact. Yeah. There was no need no. because he, he makes firm contact, contact. with him. Yes. He should have just fallen over as normal and, and immediately appealed. And But he does throw himself back. And, and I think that probably is why Mullen Simulation. sometimes doesn't get free yeah. kicks he should get because yeah. he's fouled, yeah, but he yeah. sees it coming Definitely. and he tries to make sure the ref sees it. Yeah. And then the, the second one, when he, when he raced through the middle 50, and Slocum came out for it, um, I mean, for me... Although I don't think it's a, the most huge contact by Slocum, and at the time I thought it was a dive by Mullin. When you look at it, I mean, Slocum bends his knee and flicks his foot out in order to trip Mullin over. I mean, it's such an unnatural movement; it's clearly deliberate. Yeah, and and that is a red card. And I, I was, I think, was it in or just inside the box? I'm not sure, I but whichever. Just outside the box. Yeah. Isn't it? So it's a red card. The keeper should be off after 20 odd minutes. I mean, so you know, we had the, the rough end of these we, decisions. We really did. And when that first goal went in, I felt like this is going to be another Grimsby game. Yeah. Where the ref, referee yeah. went against us in that Grimsby game. Mm. Not, not to sound like all like we're victims or whatever, but that game, you know, the keeper should have been sent off in that game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge on was it Bryce Zanna? Yeah. Yeah, awful, absolutely awful challenging decision and he should have been sent yeah. off and that should have been a penalty, shouldn't it? And they yeah. didn't have a keeper on the bench. We'd have won that game if that, yeah. that had happened. But, That's right. You know, I, and it really, really, for me, felt like that was what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But second half, Neil. Well, we when came, we came down out. at half-time, didn't we? It was just, for me, it was a sucker punch, you know, because I didn't think we deserved it at half-time going no. in. one nil down. Um Second half, we come out all guns brazen like Wrexham have done for most of the season. We seem to be a different team and press, and the, the, the football was fluid. I was, you know, the passing was a lot better. But again, counter were playing that high line, as Mark explained earlier. You know, the the through ball that uh, Barnett played for to Jones down the wing on an angle so he could run into it, and then the, the cross into the box for Mullin was sublime. You know, and 
and that's they were they were playing such a high line. There was so much space behind their back four that you know Jones had all that space to run in. And again, we did it on our second goal as well. And the third it was O'Connell scooping it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Through yeah. the Ray Wilkins. Oh, I, I, I yeah. mean, I can't wait to talk about that, but we'll we'll yeah, go yeah. we'll go through everything first before we yeah. do. Um, <laughs> but the the crowd just erupted, didn't yeah. it? It's like Ben Foster said on on an interview, you know, if you could if you could bottle that feeling up and sell it, you'd be a, a you know, multi millionaire. I'm paraphrasing a bit there, but that well, I just, it, it didn't feel real because I really thought we were going to get robbed. I genuinely thought we were just going to get robbed. <laughs> and when the goal goes in so quick after half time, we've done that to a few teams, haven't we? You know, come out mm-hmm. and, and got a quick goal, you know, on eight for either half and and Halifax did it to us on Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it it com- it just completely changed the complexion of the game, didn't it? It completely changed the whole atmosphere in the ground as well. And yeah. the fans believing again, you know, we can do this. Although, you know, in fairness, we were pretty good when we when we. Oh, considered, we were. You know, yeah. I, I think that I think the atmosphere has got to be said. The fans really played their part, didn't they? You know, everyone in there, and I would say just the fans. But I think you, <laughs> I yeah. when you get your singing voice out, Neil, it's great. <laughs> I, I, Even I the commentators saw. are in on it. <laughs> the um, the crowds were brilliant when Bostock scores because there was a moment of silence and then they were just roaring and it just sounded so it was like right we're all in this together yeah and then the start of the second half well I, I gotta say for me you know one of the great cliches you know best time to score a goal just before half time correct um it's nonsense uh, the statistics don't back it up that you, you get a win if you score that you know they don't back up that that's more important than near the goal mm. and quite frankly I think maybe after half-time is the best. You've had your half-time, you've reset yourself, you've come out, and then it's all gone wrong for you because you've let a goal in straight away yeah. and everything's changed. Yeah. That's when you don't want to concede. Oh, um, like you say, we saw that at the Halifax at Halifax game. Halifax yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I just thought that the way we took it on then was was really, really good. Mm. Um, Barnett's a good player, isn't he? He's very threatening. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. And, mm. and Mendy had an incredible game as well. You know, yeah, I, think, yes. I think a lot of the chat was um, that Namain was going to was going to run him ragged, but I think actually it was the other way around, wasn't it? I thought in the main caused him some problems, and Mendy dug in to fight it's, with him. I thought it was a really good duel. I've, I've heard lots of people yeah, saying they thought Mendy was brilliant, and a lot of people saying they thought Mendy was poor. And I think the truth is that he was tested by Namain, and Namain had to come off in the end. So I think Mendy's probably won that on balance. But there were yeah. points where Namain yeah, got yeah, behind. A, fair enough. But he didn't actually deliver the right ball, no. so he didn't hurt us. Well, I thought he did a fantastic job. He was, mm. It was like a sparring contest between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, neither could get past each other. So, I mean, I think he did an excellent job. And then for the second goal, you know, he <laughs> busted a gut to get in that area for that, again, fantastic ball in from Mullin mm. across the front of the six-yard box. And he mm. busted his yeah. gut. And again, it wasn't an easy goal to score, was it? It was a great finish, that, I thought. From um, a tight angle. And as well, the defender lunging in in front of him, yeah. he's done really well to lift it, because if he just tries to drill it across the keeper low, the defender will get the block in, but he realised that and he lifted it in the top corner. I saw him today and I said to him, he is an exclusive for Dragonheart, I said, I love the way you lifted it over that defender, and he said, thank you. Is he? It's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's an exclusive for Dragonheart, remember where you heard it first? He said, thank you. There you go. Amazing, isn't it? And then the... Crowd, <laughs> <laughs> bedtime, <story>. <laughs> 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 and the crowd did explode. <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah, that's one of those um, aesthetically pleasing goals. I remember, what 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I thought you were just moaning. <laughs> no, no. Well, Neil's going to go have a go at me. Like last week. <laughs> I'm not like you. I saw, you're not like me. I saw you going at Shay last week. Play it out. It was scary. It was like thinking, where the dragon part? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I always remember Trevor Brooking scoring a goal for England in Hungary where he nailed it in a top corner and it's stuck in the stanchion of the net. And it's just what you think, ooh, that's special. And yeah. I just looking at the camera angle on Mendy's goal is great. The way he sticks it in the top corner, it's just so pleasing. It's just, oh. Again, a great move, you know, yeah, great yeah. move oh, by the team. Yeah. You know, we've got him behind the back of them. And again, we could have got a third one when um, O'Connell hit the bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, and that, is that a penalty? You look at that again. His marker is just is just holding, holding him by the chest, and, yes. and he's yeah. falling over because he's because he's he's jumped on him. That's a penalty, surely. I, I need, I'd, need, <laughs> I'd need to look at it again. I think hmm. um, I, I've watched patches of highlights. But I, haven't, I haven't sat and watched, you know, like the more like a more hmm. extended package or whatever. Um, yeah, uh, I think that, that sometimes the camera doesn't fully do justice to how possibly, fast yeah. the ball moves as well. Yeah, because yeah. He, watching that live, my god, that ball was traveling. I mean, he just hit the meaty well, bars of the ball, didn't it? That, would have that was fabulous. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was right, right in front of where we sat. Oh. And it, it looked, I know you've only got a split second as the ball's mm. traveling, but it looked like it was a goal. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those that you think, yeah, yeah. damn. <laughs> I mean, I'd have saved it, but. Well, yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> and then we brought, brought back down to reality with them yeah. equalising. Yeah. And then we went and spoiled it all by doing something stupid like conceding. <laughs> Very musical today, Mark. That's right. I'm, yeah. I'm inhabiting the soul of Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> Is that poor defending by Wrexham for their yeah. second goal? No, she's Frank Sinatra's daughter. Yeah, it was really poor defending and it's a... Didn't pick him up. It was yeah, and it was a similar goal that we conceded again, like against Sheffield United, wasn't it? And yeah, and against Grimsby, and against yeah, you did say mm. earlier, didn't you? Yeah, like, and we do we do sometimes switch off on set pieces, don't we? So it's a kind of ball, goal that uh, Mullins scores as well. He'll peel off at the back. And yeah, yeah. Header, and he's done that a couple of times this season. Oh, this was more just as well. They've come from the sort of orthodox edge of the area mm-hmm. area, haven't they? And I think if you look at it, it's the Dolby is watching the player on the edge of the box who doesn't make a run, and then Cameron makes a run across him, and Dolby has to quickly make a decision, am I going to go with him or not, and decides, no, I'll pass it on to the players in the six-yard box, but there was nobody at the far post, they got drawn in. Mm. So, I mean, yeah. these things are going to happen when you play in a quality side that have got clever players, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. um but I don't think I don't think they even after that they don't they didn't really look like they were going to capitalise on it did they too much? Not really. No. no. I, I, I'll come back to what you said, Neil, about um, Langstaff. But yeah, you're right. He didn't get a kick, and, and I, I sort of feel that's not unusual. That was not a cue for Tom Jones. He, he is a player who he, he's basically invisible until he gets the ball between the posts, and then he's utterly machine-like in his efficiency. But the thing is that, like you said. We organised ourselves very well, where if if O'Connor or O'Connell is stepping out to do with Bostock or Rodriguez, then the other two centre-backs are watching him, and therefore that supply line from Bostock and Rodriguez to Langstaff is cut off. And he was just standing there watching the game, because he's not, he's not got movements, well, he's got great movements in the box, but he's not a player who's like Mullen, who's dragging no. people out of the flanks, he's going to tear down the wing and stick across in, mm. like Mullen did. I'd have Mullen any day <clears throat> over him, to be honest. Yeah, the, the, especially for the way we play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not trying to criticise him, though, I think he's an 
absolutely outstanding oh, yeah, penalty area striker. I mean, he's technically, he's a, what you call he's maybe brilliant. a goal poacher, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 got the most brilliant first touch. Some of the goals he scores, mm-hmm. his hopeful whacks over the top. And he'll chase it, and you think, oh, wow, unlucky, mate. And then, bam, he's just killed it dead. And then, the keeper's not set himself yet, and bang, it's past him. He's mm-hmm. an outstanding technical player. He should be playing a lot higher, but he's not. he doesn't get involved in build-up play, and we cut the supply line off by, like I said, stepping up. Yeah. And and therefore, we rendered him redundant, essentially. And I can't remember whether yeah. it was the first half or second half where he was literally inches away from a, a great ball across mm-hmm. the front of the box, which I think... Foster actually got his hands to and went out to a corner oh, as well, yeah. The second half, that was when they hit it across and he dived. Whipped, yeah. That was that that depressing sequence that led to the equaliser, wasn't it, yeah. where they whipped it in. Yeah. Can't, I'm not sure, cross or shot, I'm not sure. But I think it was more of a shot, yeah. maybe. But, uh, but Foster yeah. did well to push it away. Yeah. Then from the corner, they get it back in and Austin breaks in the box and nails it in the top corner and Foster makes an absolutely outstanding save, especially when you see it from the replay mm. and you see that he's unsighted at the start and it's really well struck. But then they score from that corner, and it's like you know, all that hard Foster work. dug us out twice there, and we. I mean, now we've gone mm. and not marks the biggest bloke in their team from a corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're back to all square again. Yeah, yeah. But what again, a it, what it was, wasn't yeah. it? The game had it all. To be fair, and I bet you know if you were neutral, and I think there's not many neutrals these days because we're we're such a marmite club, you know, on social media at the moment, aren't we? People people either love us or hate us, and well, when you, you know, I, I love that. <laughs> you sat at you put on earlier, you know, mm. yeah, Oh yeah, yeah. So let's see if I can get them. Well, up it was two point six. Was it two point six nine million? Tweets um, during the game. You'll get it now. We'll and over ten million for the whole duration. So more watched. So total Twitter mentions yeah. for Wrexham versus Notts County was sixty one thousand nine hundred twenty three. Uh, Liverpool versus Arsenal, which was the late kickoff, was it, or was it the early kickoff? Afternoon kickoff. It was a four thirty kickoff on, on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, that was sixty one thousand seven hundred ninety five. Full time announcement total Twitter views. 1.8 million for Liverpool, 2.9 million for Arsenal, 10.5 million for Nuts. Wrexham. I mean, and and I know, I know Ben Fo- last time I checked, Ben Foster's <coughs> uh, highlights of, of his, the, the penalty save was on something like 8.3, 8.4 million views no. on, on BT Sports wow. Twitter, which is just, I, I know he's a very popular uh, personality and that will play a part in it. Oh, that's just crazy numbers, isn't it? Absolutely crazy numbers. I mean, it's some something really special is going on with this club, isn't it? You know, and and I can understand why people don't like us because I think if it, if the shoe was on the other foot, yeah. I probably wouldn't like us either. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I mean, when you think about, oh, I wish I hadn't sat on this chair. It's only why I feel as uncomfortable as so by Rami for the, the third goal. <laughs> um, but they, when. Um, to, to think of the international status of those clubs, which has been embedded deliberately over decades, yeah. and to think that we got more attention. And the years. Arsenal game is relevant to the Premier League title race. And, and it's astounding, yeah, isn't it? Both, both, clubs are, both clubs are giants of the game. Yeah. And it was an L- epic match as L- well. Liverpool, you'd say, are probably in the top five most recognisable clubs in the world. Do you think that would be fair to I say? Yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. But uh, Barca, Real, United. Boris Park. Boris Park. 
<laughs> With Churchill Port. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. How could I forget? No, Bayern Munich, m- maybe, and, and Liverpool. PSG. PSG now, yeah. yeah. But they're up at that, and then Arsenal would be top 10, I would have thought. Yeah, really. you'd have thought so. You know, two absolute... And for them to just be playing each other. Yeah. Significance of the game. I know Liverpool's form haven't been great, but these, these are clubs that have got fans in China, in... Hmm. Nigeria, in, 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 in real every corner of the world. <laughs> Just like Wrexham now. Re- really, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah I, suppo- I suppose, but it, it's it, the 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 potential to be untapped there. I still think we're just scratching the surface, aren't we? Of what what the club could build. It's amazing. Isn't it? It's 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 inc- it's incredible. Um, but you know, back. Back to the game. That, that third, third goal. That third goal. <laughs> My word. Mark, Mark, talk us through the third goal. I can't remember what happened now. Uh, <laughs> Up and under rugby? Oh, oh of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like rugby. We, we don't, men- we don't mention the R, well, the R yeah, word yeah. in a... <laughs> well, you see O'Connell, of course, from good rugby stock. And his brother's a rugby player. Is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. So we got the good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just been taking lessons from his brother. Well, the, the, the thing is, is that, is that the kind of thing that they do in Gaelic football as well? I know he, yeah, you know, yeah. he's the rugby family, but it seems like it's a. Owen O'Connell does something really intelligent, and you guys are now trying to say, "Oh, no. it, was, it was rugby." Shocking! No, it wasn't no, rugby. no, 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 no. It was intelligent. It, it was, was technical. And it was it, because, of course, oh. there is absolutely no intelligence in rugby either. Is Thank it? you very much. <laughs> I mean, if he tied that in rugby, remember the rugby ball is shaped as it is to make the bounce random and take skill out of it whereas no, because he did seen. it with a football he could clip <laughs> it put spin on it let it sit up and chase this and he knew where it would bounce well I mean not County they stood still didn't they they didn't think it was going to happen it? It was it was, if you watch it I'll then you realise when he's gone past them yeah. that he's gone past them and I'll tell you what I really <laughs> love about it as well is that watching it again mm-hmm. I assumed when it happened that he's basically chipped it and then he thought, oh, hang on, I could chase this yeah. and be opportunistic. Nobody's but when you watch it, it, but when you watch it, the replay, mm-hmm. he meant that from the start. He's got that ball. He thought there's, there's only, a, there's a very high line here. Mm-hmm. I can dink this and get to it by the time they turn. Molly couldn't go for it because he was yeah. offside. There was, so, yeah. There was just no hesitation. There wasn't no. a chip and then, oh, I'll do this. He hit it and ran. He knew exactly what he was doing. That's it's brilliant. That's one way to get around some bad officiating, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yes, just, that's it. You, yeah. yeah. you can't play <laughs> yourself <laughs> outside. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> I said in the commentary, it reminded me of one of the most remarkable goals um, that I've seen. And when, have a look at it and you'll see that it shouldn't really be possible. Where England are playing Belgium in the 1980 European Championships, remember that, Bill? <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, the Belgians were, were playing an old-fashioned offside trap and were getting them out all the time, getting them caught out all the time. And then Ray Wilkins gets the ball. I mean, it's only about 25 yards out. So how he manages to do this, I'm not quite sure. And he he does what O'Connell did, but in the centre of the pitch, he chips it over the Belgian defence. I mean, the thing is, when you chip it. When you're only that 25 yards out, how the heck it doesn't go through to the keeper? I don't know how he did that. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Runs through the whole defence and then nails it and scores. Mm. And it is such a beautiful technical goal. But that's, O'Connell did and, so well. That's that's and, two mentions of England now, Mark. Come you on, you know you've got it. You got to, You're not allowed to swear on this show. It's on a fa- it's a it's on a family friendly radio station. I'm sorry, I apologize. <laughs> there are English listeners out there as well. Of course, of course, Look, of course. And my dad is English. Let me get that out there. Not to do like the old like racist thing when you say you've got friends of different ethnicities. Lot, but <laughs> lots of Wrexham fans from England Ooh, as well, guys. So. <laughs> 
but no, off, it was an innocuous ball then. into the area as well that he put in. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what their defender was thinking. You know what I'm going to say now? Go on, go for it, Mark. Tony Adams, 1992, 4th of January. Yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. a mess of it exactly that spot. Yeah. And Steve Watkins swoops, <laughs> Mullins swoops, and decides he's going to pass it. Yeah, he was, he was terribly yeah, generous yeah. in the second half, Mullins passing in the goal mouth all the time. Yeah. And, a lovely little he, poke. He, yeah, yeah, it was just a, a poke. Yeah. There was no pace on it. A little stun shot in billiards. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. And Lee yeah. couldn't really mess, could he? Oh, no. And, and do you know what? That. There's a there's an absolutely fantastic angle of Lee's celebration after he scores <laughs> on that BT no filter. There is. He slides slides in front of the camera and, and points at the Rex and badge. badge like, oh, that's his come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but then we could have gone four two up. Yeah. 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 Another great ball through with it by Mullin again to Dolby. Mullin yeah. could have shot, couldn't he? But he he passed it to Dolby. Yeah. It was acre space. Keeper made a great save, but he hit it low. Whether he should have dinked it like. Like Mendy did, and we could have been safe, and we could have had a relaxed ten minutes of the game, but it didn't end like that. Well, <laughs> it, do, do you know what? And that, that's why the game reminded me so much of the Sheffield United game because there was a missed Dalby chance in that mm-hmm. game. There was, and then they, you know, we went and conceded a, a sloppy, silly goal at the in the yeah. last couple of minutes. And obviously, we've got that Ben Foster save to talk about in a minute. But there's a, there's a lot of shades of that, and I think it just goes to show the quality of Notts County that you can compare. The way they play to a championship side as well, can't you? To be mm. fair, you know they're, they're really good. I um, think to be fair to Dolby on that save, although you know I miss it, it's the sort of thing where you think if you really get it right, the keeper's got no chance. But watching it live, it felt like he had the whole goal to aim at. Mm. When you look at it again, there is a defender which Mullen has, has taken out of the play with his pass, but he is getting across. And although we can't stop Dolby from shooting, he does sort of block off the shots to the keeper's left. Right. So I think maybe Slocum is smart and realises this is bound to go the other side um, and he's able, therefore, to spread himself in that direction early and, and it's a brilliant save, it I mean, was, let's be yeah. honest. I'm yeah. not sure Dolby, a bit like as we come to with a penalty, I'm not sure Dolby actually did much wrong, but Slocum really anticipated the situation. Dolby did the right thing yeah. and Slocum was good enough to deal with it. Credit to the keeper, I think, on that. Yeah. Yeah, can't argue that, Mark. So, that penalty then, should we? <laughs> Who gave the penalties? Well, I would like to know. Yeah. Fourth official, possibly? I don't know. Because it was, the ref didn't definitely give it. I don't think it was, so. It was a strange one because for all their bad decisions, he got that one right, I think, in fairness, didn't he? You know, it was... It, if you were an attacker ref, it wasn't maybe him who gave it, so he didn't even see that. But it was definitely a bounce. No, don't, true, don't true. about it. Um, and yeah, he could have sent O'Connell off. Did he even blow his whistle? I think that no. was why everyone yeah, was he so did. confused. Yeah. Yeah. He did. I didn't hear it at the game, but I heard it on the TV coverage, so he did right, blow his okay. whistle. Fair enough. But, um, um, it was quite a long time afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 he's got to have had a shout from somebody to say that was a handball. And it definitely was. Yeah, and and was. he could have said O'Connell off. I mean, that's a header from six yards out towards goal. His arms like that, uh, up, you know, up shoulder height. But he could have sent him off. He's not sent him off because he's not seen it. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah. What, I think that's what it comes yeah. down to. He's Fair not comments. seen it. Is yeah. the fourth official allowed to do that then? They weren't used to, but I mean, I, I, from, I, mean, I know what happened with, against Sheffield mm, United when, you know, when, when they sent off. Um, who did they send off for his. Was it Sheffield United? It was Coventry. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, and that was similar to O'Connell. You know, yeah. frankly, an arm outstretched and it would have gone in otherwise. So mm. I think he was a little lucky not to get that. But, the, I mean, all the linesmen and the fourth official, everyone's on the same earpiece. 
so it used to be fourth officials couldn't. I'd have to double check, and but I, I would just, I would assume that's it's between Brom and I, 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 I wouldn't want to accuse any referee of being um, anything other than just incompetent. <laughs> but you know, who who would have actually have known if he's not gonna, he's not going to write it in his his report as either the fourth officials told him. Mm-hmm. He's just for oh crud. You know the fourth officials going stonewall penalty, stonewall mm-hmm. penalty in the yeah, yeah. in the in his earpiece, and he's he's had to go. Oh, I've got to make a decision here. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> he got the he, it, they came to the right decision. I don't like being fair, but you know, <laughs> it, it was the correct decision, no question. But then you you could have left it because of the the uh, penalty he didn't give to Wrexham against Mullen. You can't make decisions like that. Okay? You can't think. Okay, I I was wrong before. Although he thinks he was right anyway. So. Even things out. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it shouldn't be. I know it's human nature. Maybe you do something like that, but they yeah. shouldn't, should they? No, no, no. no. And um, did they score from that? I can't remember. Oh, the all the f- kerfuffle waiting for it to be taken, yeah. all that long wait, but and then he the, walks up the, and he spots the ball. Oh, my, but that's another thing. If you look at the rules, once the referee's blown his whistle, you cannot touch that ball with your hands. It's yeah, it should have been, 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 yeah, been a free kick. What? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's so much to learn. I think it is only. It's a weird one, isn't it? Like, yeah, he's blown his whistle. The ball is in play. In like the sort of like spirit of fair play, if it's moved off the spot and the player's going to readjust the ball because it's moved off the spot, you kind of think fair enough. Didn't move off the spot. They just readjusted the the position of it, didn't he? Oh right, and that's what Ben Foster said in his interview. He knew which way he was going to shoot the ball. He did, yeah, yeah. He put it at a specific angle. And that's what How ben can you Foster... put a ball at an angle? Well, this is what Ben Foster said. It's exactly what... Is he because the normally, is he apparently, the valve? Kanchi always put it to the keeper's left. But he's the, he's not a normal pound sticker. Well, we know that, but that's what County normally do, is put it to the, to the left of the keeper. But Ben Foster comes out and says, he came up and repositioned that ball as if he was going to hit it to my right. So that's why I dived to the right. So he moved the valve? So he's going to hit the valve. I don't know what he was going to hit, but that's mm. I'm just say what Ben Foster said. That's fair enough. I'll accept that. And, and that's it. that's how he saved the ball. He, he yeah. said because he said County normally definitely <laughs> always go to go to the left of the keeper. And, and you know you sort of alluded to it earlier, Mark. He's hit that ball very well. The player couldn't have done yeah. much more. Really, obviously could have scored, but I mean like in terms of the actual hit of the ball, mm. he's not done a bad job. Ben Foster just gone the right way, made a fantastic save. <laughs> Has he got a bit of luck with it hitting his his other hand as it would maybe have been ricocheting in? Mm. We'll never know because it's it's you know he's not going to admit that it was an accident to get it with his <laughs> other hand. But you dive in the right direction, you get your arms in the correct position, and things like that happen. And and to me, it was just like scoring another goal for Wrexham. Oh man! Oh, it was it, it, yeah. in in a in a way it was it was more Data. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it was more satisfying. <laughs> yeah, you think it's gone then, one right? minute you think, oh, sh- we're only going to have a point. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> two points down the drain, it feels like a defeat. And the last, you, think, you can see on our reaction on the commentary, you know. Oh, well, yeah, you 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 and Jay jumping up and down. I loved every second of that. Every second, <laughs> brilliant. You didn't like me shaking my fist then. Oh yeah, I love that as well. Me, 
Oh, Mark, don't Mark feel Mark still saves me. <laughs> I don't know how Mark keeps his composure and sits there. We've got a job to do. I know we have, but, but you, you, how do you contain it You do. You in know, such he, excitement? Mark did scream a little bit in fairness. He did. Yeah, he yeah, did. He did. <laughs> and I started talking about, the ball's at the building site. He did say, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just mean, like that. You see, Ben Foster, you're quite right. Let's break it down. Reads the situation, yeah. dives the right way. He's a giant man, and he's got orangutan arms. So, <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a title. Uh, there's yeah, a title yeah. for the show. Um, <laughs> I, I think just the... I, I didn't... I, I, it, it was really good, but I didn't really celebrate because I thought, oh, it's not a corner here. Mm. Mm-hmm, let's not get too excited because how many times does that happen where everybody's mm-hmm. switched pop, off, popped off, switched off and all yeah. that sort of stuff? Yeah, and but no, in fairness, it, it was dealt with and the referee well, they won the first header, didn't they? They won the Hedge. header from the corner. And then Lee headed yeah. out from... Yeah, that's goal. that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that's true. But it was it was dealt with, and the final whistle went, and the place just absolutely erupted. Oh, that's that's that was magical. What a magical game. What a magical experience. I, we've just now got to go and do the business to meet, make sure it means something. We do. Yeah, we'd, we'd feel gutted if we, you know, we didn't get promotion on the back of that win yesterday. It's all in our hands now, though, Neil, isn't it? It, it? it is. It is, and I'm I, and I'm sure the players are obviously. Fully aware of that, you know they're all they're all saying they're all pretty still grounded. They've got the feet on the ground, and they know what the task ahead is. And you know that, and they're all saying you know nothing's won yet, which is is very true. Yeah, and we just have to see that on the pitch again on Saturday morning, which is the twelve thirty kickoff. Mm. Well, you know that's that's a that's a huge game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought the nerves were over, mm. but they. They're not just yeah. yet, are they? No. Um, you know what? Uh, I think we just it, if we, if we if we play like that for every game, we'll be all right. Trouble is, we said that after Oldham. We <laughs> we did we did. I'm hoping that the Halifax result has kind of refocused all yeah, their mentalities sure a little done. bit. I'm sure it will do, and yeah. we'll just have to wait and see. I think, gents, we've actually we've actually gone quite oh, long. Yeah, yeah, well and true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We'll leave it on that magical Ben Foster. I had how many times have I said magical today? <laughs> <laughs> First time I noticed, to be fair, oh, which probably shows you using the right choices. Goal. Yeah, oh, that, hey. that, that chant has been in my head all day. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, just, just, I just wish sometimes maybe the club wouldn't play music at the end of the game, let the fans <laughs> dictate, let's yeah. dictate the atmosphere. But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure they have their reasons for doing it. But, yeah. Any final thoughts on... on on us, on the game. Yes, um, we've neglected the actual reason it turned around, which was that, um, of course, we've had so many wonderful fans coming from around the world to watch us as well. And uh, Jason Dondine and Joe came over to two great guys. I, I met up with them on Friday night and they gave us, for us to use in our halftime taste tests, a range of Girl Scout cookies, the sort of things you only see on The Simpsons. Right? And... It's Neil shaking. They, were, they right. weren't nice, though, Mark. Oh, they were gorgeous. You're joking. No. 
<laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> as they are regular cool listeners, I, d- I just I just want to point out to 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 you that um, yeah, don't worry, Neil's not really uh, you know he's not really part of the team. Don't worry about it. Okay. Shocking, Ooh. Neil. Shocking. How dare you That's, be out of I'm line just, with our culinary guidelines? I'm just saying, insulting like our lot. listeners. I'm not insulting. I'm just being honest that I didn't enjoy them. Well, okay. Yeah, you're entitled to have uh, your own opinion, which is wrong <laughs> in this case. Um, and they were they were they were really nice, but they were called Raspberry Rally, and called rallying, getting back, fighting back, yeah, 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 rallying. Yeah. They were definitely the fact that we at them. But you didn't offer me one till after the game. <laughs> didn't? Oh no. yeah, because you disappeared at halftime. We're all having. A, we're all <laughs> doing. No, we're a, on pork we're, pies. We're doing time. a bro- Yeah, that's true. It's still a broadcast. It was a broadcast <laughs> on pork, pork pies. pies. Andy Parkinson, another of our commentary team, a friend sent us a pork pie from Reading, and, and it chilies. was amazingly good. Um, and yeah, all right. And chilies, and chilies because <laughs> Ran and Anna also came over from Arizona, and they brought, amongst other things, some bags of habanero chilies. They grown themselves, and I ate one of the fierce ones, and I didn't even blink because I'm a god. Do you handle spice well? Well, I mean, I don't mean like I don't mean like bus station enough on the Friday night spice. Um, yeah, I, 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 well, I mean, all I can say is I am the concrete donkey. <laughs> El burro hormigón. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we'll wrap it up there. Um, Thanks for, for a fantastic podcast. <laughs> the hangover is well and truly kicking in now because I'm yeah, forgetting yeah. what I'm meant to be saying. I'll give you some raspberry rallies if you want. Oh, well, if you've, if you've got some, I want to I want to no, take them all off the bat. We have been Bill Long, Neil Williams, and Mark Griffiths. Come on, the town. <laughs>